So, good evening once again. It's your boy One Take from One Take No Chase of the Podcast, and I am joined by the amazing, the, the, the supremely talented Q Chat Podcast. Young lady, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell everybody about who you are. Hey, out there in pod world. My name's Rhonda Armstrong, and I am the host of the Q Chat Podcast, and I'm super excited to be here. I wish I had brought my Henny, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, for, you know me, if, I, if I'm doing the show, nine times out of ten, the Henny's on deck, so I appreciate you. So go ahead and tell the people about, you know, your, your podcast journey, you know, who you are, where they can find you, and what you're all about. Well, I'm a native of New Orleans, Louisiana. My city in life. Everybody didn't love know Louisiana. me. I love New Orleans. Love, 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 love New Orleans. Um, currently, I, well, I started the Q-Chat last August, actually, of 2019. Um, I do have a brand called Go Queen. It started with empowerment tees and everything. And I just figured, you know, hey, why not do a podcast? You know, podcasts are obviously super popular. And I wanted to kind of get people to connect as to why I started the empowerment shirts, you know, because I kind of felt like, okay, if they see the shirt and they just see me saying, go queen every five minutes. I wanted to get people to know like where I started that journey. And it kind of took off from there. I didn't really have a blueprint when I started it. But then I decided, you know, this is the best place to put out there, hey, love yourself and to give the culture you know, the queens, a platform, my black queens to be heard. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, we talk I mean, about everything. It's dope. I mean, again, so I came across your podcast and, you know, I, I, like I said, I actually did a podcast uh, episode earlier today on somebody else's platform. And like I said, is one thing that's dope about us is we find each other some way, somehow. Yes. Dope, you know, dope attracts dope, or, or as they would say, uh, steel sharp and steel, but whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. Um, I came across your podcast, and there was an episode that you had um, that was uh, that was uh, titled, you know, WAP, W-A-P, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Women Ain't Protected. And right. I was like, oh, so that's, that's clever. So then I said, all right, well, let me go ahead and get this a spin because I was curious to figure out what it was you meant. So I'm going to mute myself because I think it's important for the gentleman who listened to my show to have mm-hmm. a woman actually go through the process of telling us what it is it is that, that people mean when they say protection because that's one of those terms right. that showed up in 2020, maybe 2019, but definitely in 2020 about protection. And right. it, it ain't happening in the way that it needs to happen from us to y'all. So walk me through, like here's a man who thinks, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put myself out there for a second, right? Right. Here's a man at 41 who thinks that he does right by women. Okay. okay. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. So walk me through mm-hmm. kind of what it is when you say protection and, and y'all not protected. Tell me what you're saying. I mean, the way I look at it is like this, ride for us. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Black women in particular, we... and. Before I get started, I'm going to say this. When I say we, I'm not talking about, like, immature people who may be like, well, I don't like men. I'm not talking about them. I kind of always... We talking to us. We talking to us. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the adults right now, okay? Not the... No bitterness, no nothing. So when I say we, I feel like in general, Black women... So we ride for, for Black men, you know what I'm saying? I feel like we don't have to have, like, major connections to just ride for them in general, you know? That's just me personally. So I just feel like as far as protecting us, just ride for us too, you know what I'm saying? If you think something is wrong or whatever, just, just ride for us, just respect us, you know? And I do feel like men that I have come across in general, I do feel like I get respect 
you know, to a degree, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, but I feel like just that brotherhood, sisterhood type of thing, you know, like just look out for me like big brother, little sis, you know, <laughs> like so, have my best interests at heart. So one of the things that I think comes up often is around is around the 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 idea about who black women are to black men in relationships. And to me, it's an argument that's as old as I've been dating and probably older than that, which means it's tired and trash at this point, right? Black women right. have attitudes, black women don't listen, black women don't cooperate, right. all that nonsense, you know? And, and, right. and to me, I wonder if that's what you mean as far as protection is concerned. Because when you say ride for somebody, riding for somebody mm -hmm. could mean a multitude of things, right? Right, riding right. Could be something as simple as, you know, I ain't gonna let nobody grab your butt in the club. I'm, I'm, I right. guess I'm riding for you. But I think I, right. I'm, I'm assuming there's a deeper connotation than that. So kind of walk me through a little bit of, when you give me an example of some shit that would happen that a mm -hmm. dude might not know is counter to what it is that you're talking about. Well, I, I I think I can have two answers to that. So one thing, like, I know you just mentioned some general generalizations that people tend to do sometimes about Black women. Unfortunately, it will come from our brothers sometimes. Like me personally, my podcast, for example, it is the Q chat, Q standard for Queens. However, if anyone were to pull up any of my 50 current episodes, I don't, I don't say anything negative towards men, period. And I, and I flat out say my podcast to me is centered towards women. I feel a man could definitely listen to it and pick up on it. But I never talk about anything divisive. Even if I have episodes that's talking about dating, I'm not going to have anything that's like, oh, well, you know, black men ain't shit. That's not going to come out of my language on my show. You know what I'm saying? I would never do that. So on that line, I could say, you know, protect us you know what i'm saying stop generalizing black women stop saying oh well they all got attitudes or blah 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 based on experiences that you've had i mean i haven't dated all princes hell no but it's like i'm not going to generalize all black men based on a few individuals i just i just don't go that route so that's one way we can be protected like don't I hate when I hear our own brothers generalize us in a negative way it's 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 to me you know I, I come from a space where I call things lazy, right? Mm -hmm. There's some things that are lazy. When you mm -hmm. say all oh, anybody does anything, that's that's lazy logic right there. But I think, right. I think, like when I hear protection, I, I can think of the okay. So there's egregious episode, uh, you know, items that we can all point out and say, all right, these are things that are flat out. That's not it, like brother, like what you doing is not it. Right. I'm gonna ask, I'm, I'm gonna ask you to dig a little deeper for me, right? Okay, okay. Put me in the space of something that a man would do that genuinely wouldn't show up on the radar unless somebody pointed it out. Like, no, brother, what you did was foul or, or that just because mm -hmm. like like for me, I would like to believe that even in my I don't want to say my worst days, because in my worst days, it wasn't protection. It was selfish. I, I can I can mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. in my worst days. Uh, on my on my average day, I try my best never to be overtly disrespectful. 
But I yeah. bet you if somebody would have pushed some buttons and was like, remember this one thing that you said or this one thing that you did, I feel like right. that was, I feel like you wasn't protecting me right then and there. And, and it made me feel a way. So I grew up with manners, right? My mother was from Norfolk, Virginia, and I understood mm-hmm. the idea about how to be gentlemanly, right? You know right. how to open up a door for a lady. You know how to walk on the, uh, on the outside and the ladies on the inside, you know, never to have your back to a door. Like, I mean, there's things that you would know if you grew up, you know, in a in a proper household. So on on a whole, I think I'm doing okay. But mm-hmm. it very well may be that, you know, I did shit like like if I'm a gaslighter, and I don't think I am a gaslighter, but if I'm a gaslighter, does that count? Um, mm-hmm. does it count if I'm, you know, if I blame you for everything, does that like, right. like oh, I probably should let you answer the question because I keep gabbing. So go ahead. <laughs> go ahead and what we well, doing. I think one thing in particular that could make a woman feel uncomfortable is the way sometimes I feel a man will air quote compliment us. I feel there's a way you can let a woman know like she's beautiful or attractive without making it seem like, you know, you just straight up salivating. I know me personally, that's one way that I may tend to get offended sometimes. And I think that sometimes a man doesn't necessarily, I know a lot of them don't realize that they're coming off kind of aggressive or, Okay. So, so that's interesting to me, if you don't mind. That's interesting <laughs> mm-hmm. to me because I, I okay, so I was in, uh, I want to say I was in a, a live the other day or something along those lines when somebody was like, you know, how should a woman shoot their shot at a man? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I guess conversely, how should a man shoot their shot at a woman? And I believe mm-hmm. one of the women says like, yo, sweat me, but don't sweat me. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get so, it. So, if you're looking good, you're mm-hmm. looking good. I'm just like, I, like, mind you, everybody's different. I'm not going to say nothing because I'm, I'm, I don't like rejection. So for me, I'm kind of the person <laughs> back in the cut and be like, well, good, but I ain't going to say nothing. But right. um, if I did say something, is that's, that's disrespectful? Or we're talking about being overtly disrespectful because there are some people out there who like to be approached in certain manners. Right. It's how... It's the approach and how it's said. And here's my thing. So if you see a woman, you think she's attractive, right? Let's say you want to slide in that inbox. You want to slide in that DM, right? And shoot your shot. Now, let's say you see the J chat or whatever. She's cute, you know, but you don't necessarily know how she rocking. You don't know if she wants somebody to be super out there, like, oh, girl, the way you shape, blah, 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 just say hi. You don't know how she is. So I feel like when you're initially approaching someone, I feel you should always water it down in a sense because you don't know how she is. So I would just not be immediately out there. You can tell a woman she's beautiful. Hey, how you doing? Um, I think you're beautiful. How you doing today? That may, you know, but some people actually would get offended over that. I'm not saying I necessarily would. There's a way that you can be extra. Sometimes I think sometimes a man can be extra. Like, girl, I like the way you fit in them jeans. Not not everybody want to hear something that they may think is sexual from the beginning. You know, I'm just saying, I just think there's a, a fine line with it. It's, it's <laughs> I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm vacillating between agreeing and disagreeing for a reason. <laughs> right. I do, because I do recognize that there are, there are people who, okay, let me give you two distinct examples so you right. can while I'm going between two. I've mm-hmm. seen women having the tightest shit on ever in life. Like mm-hmm. everything out, and somebody would say something that's inappropriate. Right. Now, 
question that you should have for me in this moment or women listening should be, so are you saying one take that if a woman dresses a certain way that they deserve to be catcalled? And I'm like, I, I don't know, probably not, but I do understand why somebody who has less of a filter is going to jump out the window and be like, yeah, yo, Ma, that ass is right right now. Ma, what's, what's up? And right. it, it, it may be inappropriate, but it also begs the argument, and I've had this conversation on my show before, mm-hmm. um, like take social media, for instance. If you were out there, right, right there's some right. women who are dressed up and you wouldn't know what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there's some people that you know, like I can literally count how many hairs like on, on, on your trim line, like based on your picture, right, right, which right. is ridiculous, right? So I've also seen them same women post those kind of pictures and somebody would say something in the comments, which I always read, by the way, because some comments, uh, (laughs) uh, to me, the comments are better than the pictures because it's like, dude, bro, like you wildin'. But I've seen women get offended at the comments like, yo, that's inappropriate. Ma, you got got your entire cheeks out here. So I'm, I'm confused. And see, and that's the thing. That's why I feel like you can't assume, you know, hey, maybe she has her cheeks out or whatever because she just wants to show off. I can't necessarily say that she means she still wants somebody to say, oh, look at that ass. You never know. Like, Jill may want it, but Samantha may not. That's what I'm saying. You really never know. And that's my whole thing. Because there are some people who, yeah, they do want that level of attention. That is what they want. Mm -hmm. But I would rather, and if I put myself in a man's shoes, I would rather have the benefit of the doubt first then just go out there and be like, oh, girl, look at that fat ass. And then, I, oops, I, I done hit on the wrong one. Or yeah, whatever. I really don't want that yeah, type exactly. of approach. Now, she done just went off on me. You right. know? So I just feel like it's always best to err on the side of caution. And like I said, and I'm not knocking those women. It's like it's, My whole thing is that you just really never know what someone's right. thinking. So I just feel like it's always best to err on the lower side because you really don't know. Everyone okay. has different levels to stuff. You know what I'm saying? I think flirting is a very... It's a fine line. Because you literally it's a, never know. It's a fine line. You 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 it jump is. out there and say something that you think is innocent and that could be called inappropriate or weak, right? Right. Or you may say something that's that's docile and you may bump across a woman who like them who, who like them thugs. Like, nah, I, I like a dude to pull my arm. Like, I mean, yeah. they, again, and so and so even in that, it makes it difficult for me to still hammer down. Like, so for instance, if you told me yo, one take, take your pen. And take a piece of paper and write me your definition for protection in the context that we're discussing now. Mm-hmm. As 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 I don't think I'm smart, but I, I I'm I'm okay. <laughs> but as okay as I am, I don't think that I would know what to tell you. Right, right. So that bothers me because mm-hmm. when people throw around terms very loosely, or, or right. like so, like when, the, when last year it was all about. Toxic. Yeah. Oh, everybody's toxic. Oh, toxic. This, yeah, toxic everything that. was labeled everything toxic. Everything was toxic to the point yeah. where I started questioning, is that really toxic? Or or, or, mm-hmm. or is that just something that maybe you didn't like, right? The year right. before that or two years before that, it was like, oh, he's a fuck boy. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what right. exactly did he do that would label him to be that? And then you kind right. of find out that the convergence between fuck boy and toxic is the same thing in a right. lot of cases, right? Also, right. also accountability and responsibility lays at the feet of the person who's involved with the situation. So if mm-hmm. your man takes your car to go bag another chick and you catch him, 
that is some fuckboy shit, and it might be toxic, but if you got a chance to do it twice, that's a you conversation. No longer a him True. conversation. So True. I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm digging and I'm searching as hard as I can for like a, a certified, this is what you're not doing that we, you need to do, or this is what you're doing that you need not to do, right? So like mm-hmm. for instance, when I see dudes on social media saying, I only mess with a white girl. Mm. If that's who you like, that's your business. And we had that on my we had that on my skin to uh, my skin color episode. And who you right. like is who you like is one conversation, but you don't need to step upon the neck of the next person in exactly. order to in order to elevate your, your your admiration for somebody else. Right. Right. I agree. I, I do mm-hmm. believe in that. And I also right. think that um I also think that there's just a real fine line between things that people do. So we know that October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Right. That's a clear, and we'll touch more about DV in a second, but like that's mm-hmm. a clear, that ain't protecting us type of thing, right? Right, um, right. But is failure to marry a woman who you've been with for a long time considered not protecting them? Does it really lie upon, you know, me? No, maybe not. I don't know. I struggle with this, Q. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I do. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I think it's like, it's a gap in a sense. Now, I get the example that you just mentioned, like, which is an interesting example, how you mentioned, like, not marrying someone after so many years. Um, see, certain situations, I guess it kind of somewhat takes two to deal with it as well. Um, I feel like just with men and women in general, this may be a slight reach. A lot has to do with communication too, though. So that's why like a lot of times it's like, if you don't know, you can't do better. You know what I'm saying? Um, So that's one element with that. Um, I do get that example. I think that's a real interesting example, you know, because I think a lot of times- I I only say that because I know that's one of those things that would come up in a conversation and it's like, that's a take two. And I'm very right. sure that the man doesn't think that what he's doing is devoid of respect for the woman. He just may not mm-hmm. be ready. So right. would that count? Like, you know, again, I guess for me, I just look at it and say, what are the things that people can hammer down on? Again, the DV is an obvious one. And we could talk about that, you know, a little bit at length. Um, right. I struggle with the whole gaslighting thing because having been mm-hmm. somebody who's been gaslit before, it's mm-hmm. a it's 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 a challenge, and I'm right. not here like you like like you said earlier. I'm not here to cast, you know, dispersions on who does it more than the other, right? Because I don't right. think that's necessary. Right. But I do know that there are women. Like I've heard stories from women when they tell me shit that some of these dudes have done. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's crazy to wow. me. Like, like <laughs> right. wait, he, he said he said what? Wait, he did yeah. he, he did what? And I've also heard yeah. gentlemen tell me stories, and I'm like, "Oh, bro, like you, you don't know." Right. 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 So on your episode, there's so many situations where it could be both sides, you know. So on your episode, where did you land with that, right? Because you you had a point to make, I, and I don't want to retell your point, but go ahead and tell the people exactly kind of where you mm-hmm. like, you know, like where you landed the plane at when it came to this. So. 
with WAP, I went on a whole, you know, I tried to cover as many different things as possible, too. And I kind of mentioned, too, how I feel like some people, they queen this and queen that when people are looking <laughs> behind closed doors. You know, some people really ain't about no queen behind closed doors. I just kind of was like kind of challenging men to a degree. And I may have even said that. I did one that was just like 20 minutes on Brianna too. Uh, but I was just trying to challenge people like, also love us when people are not looking. You know, also don't just love your queens because it's popular right now. Like yep. actually mean it, you mm -hmm. know, because <laughs> I feel like sometimes, and I've actually experienced this, um, sometimes like with some guys, they, oh, queen this, queen that. But if you have an interaction with them one-on-one -on -one, and God forbid a disagreement comes up, they not exactly respectful. And it's like, okay, I thought this was, um, thought she was loving them queens. But <laughs> now we had a disagreement. Now you being rude and nasty. Now, so it's just now, like, now, now, now I'm a bitch. Now right, I'm exactly. Bitch. And I've experienced that um, on some occasions. And it's like, okay, so you're not really riding for real. Like, this is just yeah. for show because it's popular right now, uh -huh. you know? Yeah, because, right, because everybody want to be in a, everybody's still in a Wakanda forever phase. And now exactly. everybody want to, and again, so like for me as an official queen loving woman that has <laughs> been that, who has been that man since before it was popular. Right. Like when, right. When, when, you know, when before it was like, if it ain't, you know, and again, I don't mean this in no way, shape or form. So any of my listeners who end up in this category, please know I'm not shading or teeing at you, but I'm just throwing it. Like when it was mm -hmm. that light skin, mm -hmm. long wavy hair thing for a minute. Right. Yeah, and I was yeah, on the other yeah. end of that spectrum and people mm -hmm. were looking at me like, oh, well, you know, you got to get with it. And I'm like, nah, bro, I like what I like. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it is mm -hmm. what it is. But mm -hmm. I think that example is a hell of an example because I know for that now, now, you know, everybody know one take don't do no personals. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a give a, I'm gonna give a quasi personal because I think it's important for everybody's growth to be okay. vulnerable. And you know, we don't do these shows because we want to just sit there and listen to ourselves talk. We do right, these shows right. because we want people to grow. And sometimes you have to, you have to feed people you in order for them to be able to, you know, for them to be able to grow with you as well. So right. I most certainly have been, and sometimes still can be one way in front of people in a different mm. way, you know, the behind the closed door. And I don't mean like I'm a maniac behind the closed door. That's like, you know, yeah. throwing shit mm. and like, you know, fucking people up. Cause that's not really my bag, but right. listen to my show. I seem like I'm jovial for the most part, right? I have a good time. I love, I love doing this podcast. And so for me, my natural, uh, gregarious personality will come out in this, but I'm also mm -hmm. can be very closed off. And I also yeah. can be very, very, you know, moody sometimes. And I also can yeah. be very, like, you know, I could be very uh, uh, quiet when I'm not really mm -hmm. saying much of nothing, even though I got a lot to say. Um, right, right. Sometimes that's conditioned. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, you know, I've been and you know, I've been in situations where every single time you open up your mouth to to, to voice your opinion, it gets labeled as arguing, so you just shut the fuck yeah. up. After a while. You know what I'm saying? You're like, you know, I ain't gonna say. Yeah. That. And then it becomes mm -hmm. passive aggressive. Oh I've yeah. Also, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've also been the person who was spaz out. You know, and everybody's like, yo, I ne I never really seen you get mad before, but the girl is like, right. yeah, I can tell right, right. about him getting mad. So if that's if that is what we're talking about, then okay. Now I'm starting to get a clearer picture of what we're talking about. But I would imagine if I could put like a uh, 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 maybe like a period on the sentence as I understand it in this moment is, you know, being consistently for 
you know, I probably, it's probably not the best word, but consistently for the black woman will go mm-hmm. a long way. And that, and that means sometimes not being selfish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one shit that nobody want to talk about that I'm going to put out there right now, right? Like if I'm loving oh, yeah. my queens and doing this and doing that, but I got 10 of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm probably I'm probably not protecting somebody. Or I'm probably not protecting all ten of them, to be honest with you. Um, right. And I think that's one of those things that you know, even with your best intention, you yeah. can really fuck around and damage you know somebody's whole you know idea of what love is or what relationships. You know, like you said, holding people down. You know. Right. I, right. I, I, yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel another aspect of holding somebody down. I feel like there's a bad, um, what's the word? There's this bad connotation now that as far as black women, and if anyone listens and be like, oh, what about white women? Hey, I'm a black yeah, woman, so that's I'm, the only perspective yeah, I can we, get. We, we, right, we, so, we, you know, we're like, talking, sorry, we're talking to us right now. You know? <laughs> right, I'm talking about me and, you know, my queen. So there's like a bad thing, too, where I feel like some people feel like, you have to, oh, she a writer because she been through all this stuff with me. You know, she was with me when I did this and I cheated and I, nah, you know, like that's another thing too. Like, why do you have to bring us through the fire? Like, we not Shaka Khan. Like, I don't, I don't want to go through the fire with you. You know, like, can we just have some peace? Like, Ruth, you know, Ruth, but Ruth, now Ruth, it's Rufus did that. Rufus did that for us already. We ain't got to keep doing this, right? Right. I don't want to go through the fire with everybody I'm with to say, like, oh, I did it. You know, I I deserve it. I got, (laughs) I I, I finally got my recognition trophy because I I put her through the ring. You know, I don't want to have to go through the 36 chambers of, you know, (laughs) you know, we just have it healthy, you know. And I feel like that's one little thing, too. I feel like, we kind of revere toxic, you know, I, I kind of don't like to use the word toxic all the time, you know, but, but I feel like we revere yeah, behavior. I, okay. Yeah. I think, I, I think, I think. Give it a pedestal and we shouldn't. Yes. I think to your point, it, it, it becomes, so let me, so let me give you the male point of view. And again, mind you, just like you don't speak for all <laughs> women, I don't speak for right. all women, but let me give you right, my right. understanding of what you just said. Mm-hmm. There are, so when we're in the middle of our fucking up and growing stage mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and there are people who will put a crown on somebody who didn't leave as I was going through my shit. Yeah. Which starts to ring a little bit more hollow every single time you add a step or a chamber or, or, or a log on the fire, as you, as you said earlier, right? So if I fucked up right. one time, let's just say it was one, mm-hmm. really one time when I genuinely fucked up, like, yo, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen, Ma, I'm sorry, but I just did blah. And you're yeah. like, you know what? All right. Mm-hmm. I, I, mm-hmm. I, we we are forever changed, but right. you know, maybe as we change, we'll be better. Okay. Right. No problem. Right. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna dedicate myself to getting right. I'm gonna try my best to just, you know, be the best man I could be. And then three weeks mm-hmm. later, I'm in the same situation. It rings a little bit more hollow than it did when you asked for forgiveness and you were granted clemency the first go round, right? So I right, think right. In this situation, the reason why I become so revered is because some people are so anti self accountability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they only, the woman in this particular situation, and Amaju, let's be clear. It can go the other way, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but we're going to stay focused for today. The person becomes the crutch. 
mm-hmm. rather than mm-hmm. the cure, right? Like, so right, right. she ain't going to leave me. I know she's mm-hmm. okay. I know right. I whatever, however, whenever. And if I just look like I'm contrite, I'm good. Right, right. And that's why people revere it because it's like, you didn't leave me when I was down. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you could have, you could have left me and you didn't. Right. And, I, and I love you for that. But you're right. A woman shouldn't have to go through that every single time they decide to date. Exactly. That's my whole thing. And mind you, I'm, I have an old school background. My parents were married over 50 years. You know what I'm saying? So I get that part. And uh, me and too much game, you know, my good friend, Young Dolomite, we did an episode a while ago. Um, he was the first male guest I had on my show. We talked about different scenarios, you know, between men and women. And I I feel like I don't have the popular opinion on this. And I've said this, but like I said, I am old school. I give, I, I give you that. Like if someone, I don't knock a man down for making a mistake. I feel like a mature person can make mistakes. Women do it too. And I feel like two mature people can say, okay, like you said, you fucked up. You've acknowledged it. We're going to work on this. I will leave your ass if you do it again, but I, I'm going to give you this. I don't necessarily put that in the same category as what I mentioned previously, but they got some people that's like, oh, I fucked up this one time. Oh, she stayed? Hold my beer. Let me do it about 20 more times. <laughs> and then, you know, when y'all walking down the aisle after you done fucked up 50 billion times, you looking at it like she won some prize. That's stuff that you can keep <laughs> over there. You know, like, I feel like that's just so ridiculous. And, you know, yeah. people be giving props to that type of yeah. toxic behavior. And I think that's ridiculous. And I just feel like women, you know, we do deserve better than that. I will say, you know, but like I said, the first example, yeah. People can be humans and make a mistake and you work through it, mature people. But when you join this chronic, terrible behavior and it's like you feel like, oh, a real woman would stick through it. Nah, that's. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I I, I remember. And I think I don't know if I told this story on my podcast before, but I'll I'll tell it briefly. Mm -hmm. When I was in my late 20s. And I was dating outside in the world. I had this woman who was down, like down, like like an anchor in the ocean, mm-hmm. just like, like mm-hmm. down the street. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was just flagrant. Like, yeah. yo, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing, and, and because her disposition was so calm, mm-hmm. I never, I, I felt bad, but I never really felt like I was in danger. Cause yeah. I was like, she gonna cry. Or she wasn't really a crier, she was more of a talker. So she gonna talk. You know, yeah. I, <laughs> to my friends, derisive, uh, you know, derisively, I would call her poetry girl because she gonna she gonna kick some poetry about how she feels, and I used to be like, all right, girl, whatever, like you know what I'm saying, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But every time I called her for anything, she was there, mm-hmm. and I mean, anytime yeah. for anything, she would be like, okay, mm-hmm. fine, no problem, I'll be there. Give me, give me twenty minutes, give me thirty minutes, and I took that shit for granted. And the last time right. I did something that, in my mind was probably on a scale of one to 10, probably north of about like 1.5. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to the shit that I've done, this, you, and I, she looked me square on my face and was like, I can't do this with you no more. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, so I'll, speak to, I'll see you tomorrow because whatever. <laughs> no, she was done done. I ain't spoken to that woman since. And mm-hmm. that was that was hard because for the first little, you know, for the first little month or some change, you know, you call and reach out like, oh, like, like, where you at? Like, you know what I'm saying? And she was like, no, I'm really. She was done done. 
I have nothing right. else to say to you. So it, 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 it pissed me off when I was in my youth. But as I look back at it now, I say to myself, congratulations and kudos to her because I would have never matured yeah. into somebody better without her having to put hands mm -hmm. on me or a knife at me on some ID channel shit for, for me to get right. right because I didn't see the value. Even though I even though I enjoyed the fruits, I didn't see the value. And oh, that yeah. wasn't mm -hmm. protecting her. So when she felt disrespected to the point when she was like, all right, and it was like a simple like Facebook like or some shit like that. It was it was light. She mm -hmm. was like, screw that. So speaking of mm -hmm. We all know October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, right? And right, right. You know, I'm usually more jokey joke, ha ha ha, on my mm -hmm. episodes. But these two topics for me, um, obviously hit home because you know, especially for like you know domestic violence. I think that it's it's. Can I can I just be honest? Yeah, it's real interesting as a black man watching people discuss domestic violence when a lot of right. the people who we revere in like movies and films are like, like everybody knows every Ike Turner line in What's Love Got To Do. Oh yeah. Everybody knows Mrs. Yeah. Lines in Color Purple. Um, um, I oh, watched yeah. a movie, I don't remember the name of the movie, thank God, cause it was, it was God awful, but there's mm -hmm. a channel <laughs> called Black Ma Maverick Black Cinema. You ever heard of Maverick Black Cinema? <laughs> it's, a, it's a channel. Wow! It's it's Man, it's all it's all black. Yeah, it's all black movies, and they all look like they mm -hmm. got shot like on the campus of like somebody's HBCU. And I'm an HBCU right. grad, so no shade to no shade <laughs> to that. But I also know that right. we wasn't we wasn't Paramount. We wasn't Paramount Movie Studios either. So I got that right, right. Um, but in this movie, homeboy was whipping on his girl's ass left, right, and center, and you know she had to deal with that. And eventually, you know he you know did some other shit and killed her, whatever. But mm -hmm. I say these things to say, like, I struggle with knowing that people make heroes out of people who you know do not so nice things to women. Right. Um, right. And as a man who hasn't struck a woman in his life, it bothers yeah. me when I'm like, Yo, I know all the Ike, I know all the like all the Ike uh, uh, lines, all of them. I do. Right. And right. It's a struggle. And how many women do I know who've mm -hmm. been through it? More than I yeah. cared, more than I cared to announce because it's almost all of them. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about queens loving themselves on their show, right on your show, like I know mm -hmm. that DV is something mm -hmm. that comes up. So walk, oh, yeah, through, so walk me through your conversations that you have with women about that. When a woman is actually gets struck or whatever it is, because I know domestic violence isn't always just physical either, which is a whole nother conversation. Oh, I'm so happy you said that. See, so speak now, on it. Thank you speak for on it. giving me that opening. It's speak definitely it. not always physical, but here's the thing. Because like I said, on the Q chat, we talk about that all the time as well. Um, and I've been pretty transparent. I was in a domestic violence situation a while ago. And I'm so happy you mentioned it is not always just physical. Um, I was just, I just did an appearance actually with um, a huge domestic violence advocate in New Orleans. I was on her show about three weeks ago. And um, I mentioned, so someone would have tell me, oh, hey, I'm trying to recall some of the physical incidences with you and your ex. 
I would have to really go back in my mental Rolodex to give you some of those incidents. But if you told me, oh, well, tell me some of the nasty things that was said and done, I can start naming them instantly. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think I just, I just love the fact that you mentioned it's not always physical because I feel like a lot of people don't realize. I, think, I feel like it's still a taboo around that subject. Because I think a lot of people don't want to realize that still happens. It does happen. And I also feel like as humans, we like to rationalize everything. So the first thing is, well, how could so-and-so get in that situation? You know, but there's really no name or face to how people get in those situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I hate when um, people quick to say, well, they didn't know um, he was crazy when she, when she first started dating him. I mean... People don't just normally walk up to you and say, "Hey, you know, um, you know, like you know, like yeah, like you know, I'm about to fuck you up, right? Like, yeah, I'm gonna start kissing yeah. yeah. on you after about a month. It's like, give me a break, you know? That's just not how that goes. So, you know what I'm so for me, I, again, I I only get what I understand about the physical part of it from conversations. Right and from movies and like TV mm -hmm. shows and so on and so forth. So like, you know, to, to quell any dispersions, of mm -hmm. course it's still happening. Yeah, and definitely. Now, and now that we're a little bit older, there's another generation that is in the thick of it. And the generation underneath them is in the thick of it. Like even though, even as I walk through, oh, yeah. like when I walk through the city sometimes, well not anymore, I just hold COVID shit then, then tore everything to pieces. But I used to <laughs> right. sit on the train and watch young couples. Mm -hmm. and how their communication was either, it's, uh, whatever it was, it was 100%. Full mm -hmm. in love, making out, grabbing, kissing, all that, or like like slap boxing on the train, on the A train. Right. Like, you know, but but in their head, it's almost like the training grounds for like how you get somebody to listen to you or how you get right. somebody to like, you know, get right or whatever like that. And, and in all right. honesty, um, I know me, that I've said things in my life that I guess would be seen as like, that was fucked up. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. bothers me because I never wanted to be one of those people who would ever be able to say that I abused somebody right. on my words. But you know, right. you know, when you got a vocabulary and a sharp tongue and opinions, you're gonna say some shit every once in a while. And it's like, damn, I probably yeah. said that. But I'm Definitely. talking about flat out dudes just, Oh, like, like, like you said, like I thought, and again, like this is just my curiosity, like, at, like you know, coming through me right now. But like, mm -hmm. the fact that you would need to go through the rolodex to remember physical, but mental and verbal will pop up for somebody, oh, yeah, who, for somebody who doesn't do physical. In my head, the mm -hmm. first attack, as far as hands are concerned, would 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 would, would be so jarring for me. Like I always say to myself, right. like, I wouldn't know if I would have put my hands on a woman. Mm -hmm. I would never be able to go to sleep because I, right. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm like, oh, she's going right. to kill me. But you know why you feel that way, though? Because you already know it's wrong. But if you look at a lot of people, if you like really looked at the history of something that find that normal is because, and I'm not saying all of them, but some of them really have experienced that like it's commonplace even growing up. So unfortunately, they're repeating a cycle in certain instances. Like, you know, like I said, I can't speak for all men, obviously, that have done this. But in my personal experience, a lot of women that I know that have been in situations with some abusers, and not all of them, but some of them really have witnessed it prior. And I'm not excusing them either, but some of them, they really don't. They're, 
they're not going to be like, oh, I can't sleep at night because I did this, because they find that to be commonplace and normal. But you know, even, and but, I said, but, but even worse and, and than disclaimer, that. Disclaimer, I'm not rationalizing that yeah oh well she's making excuses definitely i didn't gather that but even worse than that i've heard or and i've seen again movies Mm -hmm. are helpful you know shout out maverick black cinema it's it's so bad like it's so bad but it's so bad i can't you know what i gotta find the name of that movie and post it on my joint so people can be like please do watch it like watch this movie but please prepare to just be like what what the hell is this? Like really? But the man, <laughs> right. the man told his woman in the opening scene. Now this is the opening scene of the movie, and I can remember this because there was a lot of ridiculousness in that movie. Opening mm-hmm. scene of the movie, uh, the kids were getting ready uh, for school, and mm-hmm. she asked him, you know, what do you want to eat? And he told her what he wanted to eat, right? And then he mm-hmm. went ahead to go do something, and then came back for his plate after the kids had left on the bus. And I guess it was cold. And rather than him just getting up and putting it in the microwave or like reheating mm-hmm. it, he got up and started whipping mm-hmm. her ass and was like, look what you made me do. Now, right. when I hear something like, look what you made me do, I think two mm-hmm. things. I think mm-hmm. there's some maniacal something about that, right? Like, like yeah, I, hit you, I hit you. It, like, let's be clear. Right. I hit you. Right. But look right. what you made me do. Huh? Oh, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Right. But that's gaslighting, and a lot of abusers they have like the same little blueprint. That is part of it, and that's the that's where the psychological and emotional part comes in. That's the gaslighting, make the person feel like there's something wrong with them. Oh, I don't normally do this. You know, it's all a part of that whole little abuser's handbook, unfortunately. So even though it's a cheesy movie on Black Maverick Cinema, you know, whoever wrote it. The script, you know, obviously knew something for that screenplay, and that that doesn't surprise me, period. Because that's that's, I mean, that is what some abusers do—they gaslight you and just, you know, kind of twist this so it turns into not just physical but also mental and emotional abuse. It's sad, you know. It's yeah, really sad. It, 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 it really, it really, really is because it just bears to mind. Like the, the the mental part, like you said, mental scars last a long mm-hmm. time, right? Like they do. Like, and you so know what the sad part is? Because of my platform, I you know, like I said, I'm pretty transparent about the situation I was in, but because of my it's platform, I meet a lot of women who I could tell what level they're at with their healing because even though they're not still in those relationships, like if you have a conversation with them, you could tell, like, okay she's at level A maybe of this healing because just by the conversations, it's like, mm, you know, she still got some open wounds, you know. So, so if you were to, I, I have women listeners, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to say obviously, I mean, but you know, like I have women listeners, right? Like, so right. if you were to speak to one who, I have no idea what they're going through, right? Mm-hmm. But let's mm-hmm. just say they going through it. Mm-hmm. Based on your conversations, based on your platform, based but based on how it is that you have been trying to interact with women since you started. By the way, nice flex. By the way, fifty some episodes. That's what's up. You can't. You're like, nah. You're not. You don't. You, you don't. You don't do that if if if, if, if the shit is trash. So we so good. Nice flex on that one. But if Thank you were, if you were trying to get people to just t- take a step, mm-hmm. a step. What would you? Where would you tell mm-hmm. that woman to start? 
Well, one thing to start is just understanding, number one, don't be ashamed of the situation. I think because there's still a stigma, sometimes it's kind of like, I haven't went through it, but my own family was kind of like, I can't believe you were with so-and-so and went through blah, blah, blah. You know, it was like, I can't even get credit for when the situation was over. It was right. just like, well, I can't believe you dealt with that nigga. You know, it was like, but, really? But, like, maybe, even... but, but maybe it was because they saw you as somebody who they would never, like, listen, the women who are, every woman who I've known who told me about mm -hmm. it, in my mm -hmm. head, I'm like, yeah. wow. Like, you so But let me, let me stop you for a second. Yeah. The person I am now, I was not that person, though when mm. I was in that situation though. And that's the thing. If someone were to like rewind the clock and look at Shrana that was with so-and-so, it's a totally different woman. I'll say that 100%. I can't say that for everybody. And I do, and yeah, a lot of people, they look at it like, I can't believe, cause that's the thing. With me, I know when I mentioned certain things about this past situation, a lot of times they looking at this person the person I am now that I involved into. So they're like, I cannot believe it's just shocking. But I will say I wasn't that same person at all at that time. So for me, I was in a more vulnerable position to deal with that. And mind you, like I said, this relationship I was in that was 100% toxic and emotionally and physically abusive was like, which I, amazes me that it's actually been 20 years, you know, but it was a long back and forth time period. Um, but I entered that situation when I was young, you know, not that women, but that's the thing too, at another level that, that's another thing with the stigma. Anyone honestly can get, find themselves in a relationship like that, actually. You know what I'm saying? It is easy to get in those situations, but the good thing about it is once you have a different mindset, I think sometimes depending on your mindset, you can kind of catch it like, wait a minute, this is unhealthy. Let me get the hell out of this. <laughs> Let me block so-and-so and move on. And men can get in toxic situations, too. I know some men that's been in some toxic situations. They may I, not necessarily... I've been there. Right. I've they may not there. necessarily be getting their ass beat by old girl, but it's a toxic situation. And, you know, and that's another stigma, too. Men can also be in I've toxic situations with people that they really should not be with. I've been there. You know, I like, think, don't I get it twisted. The, it's not I just a the, female thing. Absolutely. I think the difficulty when it comes to like either one, but right. I'll talk about the men part because I've been there. Like when oh, yeah. you genuinely got love for somebody. Yeah. And then they just consistently go against the principles of right. why it was you felt this way about them in the first place. It you makes always it... get comfortable with people. Yeah. No, and that's, that's the thing, too. I think people don't want to admit. Like, I know even with me, the person that I went through all this nonsense, when we went back and forth, I mean, every time we split up, it was like, and I think that's another reason why, like, my family probably got frustrated because it was like oh. so many times we had split up and it was mm. like, oh, she's finally done. The next thing you know, we were back together. Yeah, he's Thanksgiving. Doing... Fuck, he's... what is he right. doing here? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah like, damn, they're back together now. <laughs> so even when some things are toxic sometimes, you just get used to it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Not, And I'm not justifying any of it, but, you know, you get used to people sometimes. Like, you get used to a situation or you get comfortable. Or sometimes with some people, they don't think it's going to change as far as, well, if I leave, I got to start over. Some people don't want to do any of that. You know, not that I'm saying, that's why, well, you know, and that's another reason why I'm big on my platform now telling people, make sure you love yourself. Because if you love yourself, 
I just feel like it's easier to just be like, okay, this so this so yes. so so you mentioned something, and again, like this mm-hmm. is this is me yielding like my time to like really letting you get this message out. Loving yourself sounds so easy on the surface, right? right? Oh yeah, definitely. So how? Mm-hmm. And that's funny. I, I want to say someone asked me that before. So I feel like this. Loving yourself is understanding A, your value and your worth. Okay. So if you love yourself and you just realize like, hey, I really can do better than this situation. And not even just necessarily, and I always take that on different levels, not even necessarily on a relationship level. I can do better than this shitty ass job I complain about. I can do better than these nasty, badass habits that I pour into my body, you know, and I eat like a, you know, have nasty eating habits. I can do better than some of these friends who I know really ain't shit, but I still continue to hang with them, even though they drain me. I can do better than sitting there and putting up with some of my negative relatives because I don't want to speak up. Because they family. Loving yourself means a lot. Loving yourself also means, hey, I'm so valuable that I can be alone for a while if I have to be. Instead of being in this relationship that ain't going anywhere, you know, but because I think I can't be by myself, loving yourself means, okay, I can also be alone if I have to be. You know what I'm saying? Loving yourself means I know I can do better, but I don't have to jump into the next relationship either and put myself in another bad situation, but I can love myself enough to know what feels right and what feels wrong. I think it's the best thing. Because I will say, if you ask anybody that's been in these toxic situations, I guarantee you a lot of them could probably say they caught a red flag about that person immediately. But at the time, they didn't process it. Or they just pressed, brushed it aside or whatever. And then later it was like, damn. <laughs> I'm only mad at myself. Another, but right. yeah, exactly. That's another part of loving yourself, too. Knowing some boundaries and also knowing when to hold them and hell, when to fold them. I just think that's a part of self-love, too. I think sometimes we so, we so overly forgiven sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes we're so quick to give people 10, 40, 50 chances. Or sometimes we feel like, oh, well, I don't want to be mean and just assume this about someone. So after I just met them, why not? You just met them. So it's like, yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a whole, like, like whatever you put me through is what I allow. And whatever yeah. I allow is earned. Like, you, mm-hmm. like, listen, right. I could have been, I could have been. Look, cheats could have been amazing. That's all. Mm-hmm. So what? Right. I like I, that. That ain't, that ain't it. So you need you need right. more than that. And so right. that, that also reminds me when you say being forgiven 40, 50, 60 times, going mm-hmm. back to your conversation about walking down the aisle and people are giving you like the, the medal of honor <laughs> because right. you've know, been through this shit with this man. It's like nah, right. but I, I should have had to go and do all that. But um, right. Like this conversation to me, like this is one of those things, like because like time constraints on a podcast. <laughs> I'm, I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'm aware of because I know I'm, I'm long winded and I know that. Mm-hmm. But like, and that I'm, means I'm, you gotta have me back for part two. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting so much from this because it's like, I, I in, in ever since I turned forty, right? Mm-hmm. I've been really big on like this whole, like, getting to know myself part. Yeah. Right. Anybody that listens, once you hit 40, it is a game changer. You start analyzing everything. Everything. <laughs> I tell like, that to no, people all the time. Everything. And mm-hmm. like and like one of the things that I've been really big on is like really just identifying what I've done and who's mm-hmm. currently in my space. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. important for me. 
because mm-hmm. I say to myself, like, I wouldn't want to have a situation where I'm grappling with if somebody who's near me actually wants to be there. Mm-hmm. And I'm most certainly in grappling with like some of the things that I've done and like what has that what does that melded me into, right? So I shared that right. story about when I was like 29-ish or whatever about the young lady who, um, you know, pretty much was like, yeah, I'm good on you, bro. Like, I could have, mm-hmm. if, if, if she wasn't more mature and she mm-hmm. didn't love herself, she was a little bit older than I was. I think she was like 33. But mm-hmm. if she mm-hmm. didn't love herself at that moment in time, she would have right. still been here. And yeah. I would have been none better. I would have been the same little boy at 41 as I was mm-hmm. at 29 because she right. never forced me to get better. But that pain makes you grow. Right. If you, if, if, if you, if you wish it to, or right. that pain could be the reason why some, some fuck boy is talking about, look what you made me do, which I'll mm-hmm. never understand. Like, I, listen, right. I have a daughter and I'm telling you, like, I'm, I'm one of those people who, like, you know, all parents are different. Mm-hmm. Right? Some parents are really big on like playing with their kids and throwing them in the air and running around and like putting on right. dresses and all that. That's not mm-hmm. really my bag. My bag, if I'm lucky yeah. enough, will be when it's time for me to sit you down and talk to you about life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That dude right. right there, you're not gonna talk to him no more because he mm-hmm. don't listen, nah, he don't he don't nah. Mm-mm. And right. listen, I, I just I just know that if we could do anything with this episode. It's just mm-hmm. about making sure that people are starting to be clear about the little things they do. If you say Definitely. slick shit to your woman and do shit, like I done heard stories that'll make your head fly off your shoulders. Like, wait, you said you did what? Mm-hmm. That like, listen, if it sounds crazy when you say it, that's because it's crazy. Right. Follow your first instinct. Like, you know, because like I said, and I think, I think we raised, we're conditioned is the better way I want to say it as young children to be polite. And to have manners. So I feel like sometimes as adults, you know, some of us have gotten it twisted and we're thinking, oh, I'm going to be polite. And, you know, I don't want to just judge so-and-so immediately. It don't matter. matter. (laughs) You just met so-and-so. That's the whole beauty of dating. Okay. After that first date, you do not have to talk to them again if you don't want to. And it does not make you a mean person. Pick up on those flags. I'm telling you, like it could save your life. All right, if anything, it could save you a lot of time. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, and that's the thing with loving yourself too. Be unapologetic. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's just I just experienced that recently. I had to tell somebody, hey, I need to decide. This is a male. Okay, mm-hmm. and I told them I need to decide if this is a healthy situation for me because this is currently unbalanced. And like I said, this is new Shrana. This ain't Shrana that was in some BS 20 years ago. So now I tell people, if I feel like you're withdrawing instead of depositing, we're going to be done real quick. So this same person, I was very clear. I'm in a stage in my life at 43 years old, and I know what I have to offer. You have to put some deposits. If it's withdrawals, we done. And I had said that. They kind of didn't get the point. So I said it again. Hey, Wait, 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 wait. But I got to get the story out. So I I decide now if this is a healthy situation for me because they had gotten very comfortable to the point where we had something planned. I didn't get a a, a message saying, oh, I can't make it now. So I was like, okay, now you're starting to get comfortable now and you're not respecting my time. Um, Well, I'm so sorry. 
no, you know, we've already had this conversation before. And and then mind you, there was other situations going on. We don't have all day for me to go down a line of all of this. But I was like, you got some you know, time to you want to kick it, you to kick it. But I asked that flies, I have to decide this is healthy for me because this is unbalanced. And Needless to say, I'm not speaking to that person anymore. Let me ask because you a like, question. Let me ask mm-hmm. you a question. So, uh-huh. so, so that no, no, because no, this is important. Let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Let's just say, right? I step to you and I'm like, little T, we're gonna start mm-hmm. talking tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I've had my experiences in my 41. You've had your experiences, your experiences in your 43. I don't know your experiences mm-hmm. like that. Only, only what your goalposts are and what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept with no context, right? Mm-hmm. My Now, right, right. I, I, if I heard you correctly, I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I listen, I'm trying to be a better listener in 2020. <laughs> but if I heard you correctly, y'all had something planned and you didn't get a, I can't make it. It was, I just, I, I didn't make it. Did I hear that correctly? Right. Now, this was not the first time they did that, though. So that's not, that's not forgivable. That's not forgivable. No problem. Mm-hmm. I got you. But let's just say it was a situation where he did say, you know what? We were supposed to go somewhere on Sunday, but mm-hmm. hey, something came up. But because mm-hmm. of your past, this, that right there just triggered well, off. No, if you, can, if you have to cancel something, that's 100% fine. But this particular person, it was a combination of a lot of things. And mind you, let me give the background story yeah, in a brief it. thing. This is someone I met four years ago who approached me Okay, after meeting me and come to find out the reason that we ended things. Now, mind you, like I say, a lot of people don't know my age, so this particular person was younger than me. I do tend to date people currently. No, that I, I mean, for, for the record, you, you literally do not look your age. Like, so. So, and that particular person, when they met me four years ago, um, trying to think, I wasn't my, I was probably like maybe 39. I was, I didn't make quite make 40 yet. They thought I was younger than them, and they were actually like, 31, 32. They thought I was in my late 20s. But that's kind of beside the point. <laughs> we became friends. Come to find out, he was technically not single. So mind you, that's already a huge strike. It was like, well, why would you approach me if you're not free? So four years later, this person finds me again. Good old Facebook. <laughs> they found me again. So mind you, I'm leaving bits out. They already had other baggage involved. So that's why I was like, this is 100% not healthy for me. Because I'm like, you approach me with all this drama and baggage and you can't even keep a time thing that we decided on. So I was just like, well, a well let me well, see. Damn, I don't want to push. <laughs> I don't want to push, but I'm going to. No, no, no. I'm going to push. So <laughs> hey, push knew, away. <laughs> no, no. You knew when he came back right. around that it was a potential red flag. Oh, definitely. And I was real clear about it, too. Why you open your door? Right, definitely. So it was kind of on the sense that I kind of was waiting for him to drop the ball anyway to prove my point. Nah, nah, T. Uh -uh. (laughs) I knew they had some stuff with So my thing would be, though, so, okay. So. Uh yeah, we gotta do a part two of this. Yeah, we just, just need a you know, part know, two. No, we because need to do what he said, she said. That'll be fun. I'm saying because listen, the door you just opened up is a door that <laughs> with I some think, dating scenarios. That'll be cool. Listen, my last episode was full of scenarios. You should you should definitely <laughs> check that out. All right, we're going to agree to do this again. 
Yeah, definitely. Anytime. It's been a long time waiting. So yeah, like I guess that anytime I'm ready. Yes, yes. And I thank you for being patient with me. Like I thought I had to I thought I had the, no the Rona. Problem. I thought I had the Rona the first. I was like, oh god, I got the Rona. Oh, god. I was good though. <laughs> I mean knock on wood, knock on wood, whatever. But I was good. And then um, no, you've been very patient with me, so I appreciate that. But no, we need to continue this conversation because now the next conversation then becomes around <laughs> like, you know, red like like if, if I see a red flag flying. And I mm -hmm. still let you in. That's and, and yeah. I've done it. Oh, I've done it. Trust me, I've done it. Yeah, definitely. Time. So I, I I know when it's like, oh, that's she she she's trouble. But I like trouble. Right. So we'll in this situation, I will say, and I know we're wrapping it up. Only reason with this situation, because mind you, like I said, I, I live in Louisiana. I'm from New Orleans. I currently live in a much smaller town, as I jokingly refer to as Mayberry. So the only reason this person got it passed was like, this is some little green, naive, country person. But then I was just like, you're not that naive. You know what you're doing. I'm that. <laughs> like, I'm going to take my New Orleans swag somewhere else. <laughs> the, 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 the worst offenders are the people who, know, who make it seem like they're not. Ain't that always the truth, right? Somebody who you think is like, oh, no, this person's cool. And then they be the worst ones. Yeah, that's how it always goes. Right. Because I was like, I, I'm not about to do this with. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't do this. Give, give the listeners where they can find you, how to get your gear, you know, how to, how to get in touch with you. And, um, you know, like, so tell them, give them your last words. Okay, well, my last words, definitely make sure you love yourself, you guys. I always end my podcast with that, but I just feel like self-love is the key to everything, and hell, instead of, sometimes instead of us waiting for people to protect us, let's protect ourselves, queens, you know, and protect, and kings, so one way to protect know ourselves worth, is king. just... Yeah, know your worth, know your value, and that alone is going to eliminate a lot of drama. But <laughs> so definitely check out the key chat is streaming on all major platforms, iTunes, iHeart, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google, yada, yada, yada. Everywhere. I'm also on Everywhere. YouTube, um, Undergold mm -hmm. Queen, and that's G-E-A-U-X, Southern Style. Um, so you can catch me on YouTube, um, on IG, it's the key chat underscore podcast. My brand IG is I am underscore Gold Queen. Um, and if you go to all my... Um, on my websites, um, the, it directs to the same page. So if you go to theqchat.com, you can get merch and read the blog and just follow me. <laughs> and I enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> I, I, listen, I appreciate you just as much. And I want to say thank you again for, 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 you know, making sure that you, we got this done and, no and especially, especially such an important topic. So I do appreciate you. So, for those of y'all who, who enjoyed, and if you didn't, we don't care because we did. And, you know, I think that's the most important part. But um, y'all be good. And listen, one take, no chaser. We here. Um, the year is 2020. And we trying our best yeah. to, 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 to get everything right, man. So, again, I appreciate y'all. Uh, please check out my girl on the Q Chat podcast. Until next time, y'all be good.